Audible presents a must-hear article from the pages of Harvard Business Review. When you're finished listening, be sure to go to audible.com and enter Harvard Business Review in the search box. You'll find our extensive HBR archive and learn how to subscribe to our monthly audio edition. Now, in What Good Are Shareholders, Justin Fox, the editorial director of HBR Group, and J.W. Lorsch, a professor of human relations at Harvard Business School, report on how investors often fall short in their effort to provide money, information, and discipline. The path forward for corporate executives and shareholders appears blocked. Executives complain, with justification, that meddling and second-guessing from shareholders are making it ever harder for them to do their jobs effectively. Shareholders complain, with justification, of executives who pocket staggering paychecks while delivering mediocre results. Boards are stuck in the middle, under increasing pressure to act as watchdogs and disciplinarians, despite evidence that they're more effective as friendly advisors. This deadlock has its roots in the 1970s, when power began to move in the direction of shareholders after a long period during which managers had called almost all the shots. The shift, although it had political and economic causes, was also enabled by the rise of a philosophy of shareholder dominance that grew out of academic research on the motivations and behavior of corporate managers. According to that philosophy, shareholders are the center of the corporate universe. Managers and boards must orbit around them. Corporate reality, though, has proved stubbornly uncooperative. In legal terms, shareholders don't own the corporation. They own securities that give them a less-than-well-defined claim on its earnings. In law and practice, they don't have final say over most big corporate decisions. Boards of directors do. And although many top managers pledge fealty to shareholders, their actions and their pay packages often bespeak other loyalties. This gap between rhetoric and reality, coupled with waves of corporate scandal and implosion, has led to repeated calls to give outside investors even more say. If only corporations really did put shareholders first, the reasoning goes, capitalism would function much better. This argument has great appeal, but it is hard to square with the facts. Our current muddle, remember, comes after many years during which shareholders gained power, yet were repeatedly frustrated with the results. It's at least possible then that the problem lies with shareholders themselves. Perhaps they aren't really suited to being corporate bosses. Perhaps expecting them to govern and discipline corporations is doomed to disappointment. Or perhaps there are ways in which shareholders can be.